we had a great time yesterday. And it's always fun to be all together. It was really nice to celebrate, you know, the start of the fair with friends and, uh, yeah, to see you again in, uh, in great form and putting away quite a lot of cheese and meat for a relatively modestly sized man. Talking of modestly sized, we have five beautiful watches in front of us that we're going to talk about now. Could you tell us what it is that you've released at this year's Watches and Wonders and why people should be interested? Well, for the first thing is that the revelation, the one that actually we did the blind reveal, turns out to be a revelation. A revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the revelation is a revelation. And, uh, and it's, in fact, it's not even what we wanted. But because we wanted more. Okay, we wanted... There are details that we are going to actually rework because three screws were not polished when they were supposed to be polished. Or <laughs> one wheel we forgot to skeletonize. These kind of little things. And we got everything so late in the process because... The supply chain, the watchmaking supply chain is still totally under chaos. Oh, really? So we got the watch, we got the main plates finished two weeks ago. Jeez. So we just could assemble between Wednesday and Thursday. And Wednesday, Thursday, the watch she was sent to the photographer on, on Friday and then went back three, four, five days later after a full week, a full weekend of uh, correcting the pictures, etc. And uh, and then we looked at it and we said, oh, my God, we didn't have the right screws. <laughs> and nobody sees it. No, nobody would notice, of course. That's, uh, that's why I can speak about that on the podcast. Yeah. The, whole, the whole point of the podcast is that we can say things that we wouldn't say in a video because then the video would look at it. <laughs> so there, there are some advantages on that. So, so, but the reaction of everyone is beyond expectations. So we have in the hand... A jewel, we know that now, after two days and a half of the of the fair watches and wonder, we know that we have a jewel in the hand, and that's why it's worth exactly do the opposite of what the big groups would be doing. We rework the watch to make it even nicer, and we have decided that we were going to have inward angles in the front. So we're looking at the uh, the, the Antarctic revelation or revelation or skeleton that we covered on the blind reveal, and I have to say, seeing it now and having seen Ben's picture, it's remarkable how close he came, right? Absolutely. Uh, I really had to ask you twice. Did you help him? Because I was amazed. I mean, we gave him some hints, yeah. which is where the initial briefing, which is we want to respect the design language of the SX65, but we also want to make the modifications that will allow to bring that design language to the next level and to continue a story by telling it in a different way. So the front and the back are decisively different. Yeah, very much so. But they really belong to the same story. And they talk to each other. And that's really what is, what is exciting in this watch. The, now, the, the, for example, the balance wheel that has been turned, the escapement has been turned upside down. But then the back of the escapement now... This part is the main plate. So you have the main plate and then the bridges on one side. And on the other side, you have the main plate and the balance bridge. And you don't exactly see what part is, is bridges and what part 
is a, is indeed the main plate. I think that's one of the greatest successes about the design. How, especially on the on the rotor weight on the dial side, you just really can't see that the bow tie bridge isn't a separate bridge, and it's actually part of the main plate. Very clever, very good for structural integrity. One thing I didn't notice when I first looked at the watch on the images that we had to work from is the plating on the movement seems to be a lighter grey than the regular SX H5. Is that true, or is it is it as dark? I think. I think it's as dark. It's just that we get much more lights coming in. No, it's so it's the same it's, color. You're right. It's lighter. <laughs> this is unfiltered. Yeah, this is this is a moment where the CEO feels really lonely. Xavier, you're not doing yeah. me a favor. I'm always saying Rob is not always right. You're not helping me, Xavier. I Rob, we're editing this out. <laughs> I actually don't even remember in what state of the process we decided to change the color. We did. We did because we made 20 designs with 20 different tones of gray. And at the end, we say it's this one. It's just that I didn't realize this one was not the original one. Well, there you go. This is a real-time show, real revelations of the revelation. I know, no, I know. Exactly. And now I know I remember now. Okay, guys, I had an accident. I don't remember everything. It's Okay. My brain is so, like my brain is like a Swiss cheese with plenty of holes. Even if it's not true, the holes are in the French cheese. But anyway, uh, so uh, the, I remember why we did that. Yeah. Because we want we needed to unify. Because in the SXH5, the bridges are dark gray, yep. and the back, the main plate, is black. Okay. Okay. But then, what we wanted was to create that effect that you don't know exactly. Where is the main plate? Oh, Where are the bridges? Okay. Okay. So we had to unify the tones. Right. Well, okay. there you go. And I feel even more stupid now because that was a to remember that after you asked me, I totally forgot for the next last two days. <laughs> so we promised to do a stress test with the skeleton on our hairy wrists, which I've just done. Yeah. Because skeletons okay. don't fly with me, Xavier. So I want to thank you. I can't wear skeletons because of my hairs. Because if a skeleton is hardcore skeleton, you look from top to bottom to the hairs. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So congratulations, the Antarctic skeleton is for me. It's for you, hairy men. It's for hairy men. Yeah, because it's be it's enough skeleton and all the way transparent, but not too much. So the hairy men out there, thank you, Xavier and Team Chapek. Merci. So what else do we have here in the collection? We've got a pink and a light, a, a light pink and a light blue dial with a very interesting pattern on the center of the dial. So explain that one to us. We've got, we've got not a pink. We've got an incredible pink. The pink. We, we got the pink. We got, we got, we got the pink that we can all wear. That goes incredibly well with a blue, dark blue, with a gray suit. Look at that. On the gray suits. Okay, so uh, Xavier's wearing a, a gray windowpane check uh, suit and it looks wrists. amazing. Look at her wrists, you know. Look at how nice Well, looks. anything looks good with on Valeria's wrists. With a black jacket okay. in Yeah, black in jacket. Okay, so Valeria's wearing leather. So that's great. Xavier's wearing that gray. Pink, actually, that pink was found by our, our supplying partner making the, the dial. And it's using a very special technique that is slightly different from the typical electroplating. And the typical uh, DLC coating, or the positive coating also, that is a, another option. This is called PLD, uh, and it uses a slightly different technique, and it's very mechanic and very metallic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is what we liked, because we didn't want it to be a pinky pink, if you want, a very uh, feminine pink. We wanted it to be just a beautiful 
pink color. Uh, it's light, it's, but it's also very luminous. It catches the light, it expresses the light, and that's what make, make it become so nice on the wrist. Yeah, it has a real luster to it. It has this almost uh, tangible quality. It sort of leaps out of the case. And I have to say, it looks a lot nicer when you put it on, as soon as you put it on, and it suits you. Off the wrist, it's a pink, and you think, okay, is this going to look okay? But it does seem to coordinate with everything. And, and I got, a, I got a Prince of Wales suit. Ah, it's a, yeah, it's, very it's, smart, it's, it's very smart, very elegant, very classic also. And you put that together and just feel like, wow, it, it woke up the suit in a beautiful way. And it's the smaller size, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's a smaller size. But you see, on my wrist, looks perfect. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, really nice. It's really, uh, it's really good. It's nice. We, uh, we can wear now much more freely any size of watches of course, that of is what is nice about today i mean for many people the smaller antarctic is really the optimum size and execution of the model with the movement as well which doesn't have to be changed just fit it into a slightly smaller case it looks perfect so now let's talk about this uh, uh, uh flanky yeah. design this pattern that we can find in the sashiko so that's the name of the model sashiko and uh, the uh Flanke represents a lotus flower. Okay. Now, for the people who are very uh, fond of Japan, they might have already heard of that word sashiko. It's an embroidery technique of the Edo period in the 16th, 17th century. And this embroidery was always using a pattern that was a repetitive geometric pattern uh, all across the, the clothes, the trousers, the, the, the dresses, everything that they were getting embroidering. And, uh, and here, Marie, my wife, she selected that specific uh, lotus flower that is stylized. Uh, and uh, we used it and the flanket to create a 3D effect and added a ring to kind of calm the whole dial, to find a balance between the pattern that is extremely strong uh, and but merely too strong for covering it all yeah. and then having the ring for the arrow markers that are uh, calming a bit uh, the story I, I think it works very very well in real life I'm, I'm very impressed to see it come to fruition I saw the design earlier on and I have to say that now seeing it in hand it's a great addition to the collection something different something a bit more artistic in a way and uh, very very elegant so what else do you have in your hand there so now we're moving to La Carte des Nuages. So La Carte des Nuages is a, is a, a joke, a prank, okay, that scouts do to the youngest scout coming into uh, uh, the uh, uh, patrouille. And usually they ask that young scout to find a file to grow metal, uh, a tartan, a pot of, of tartan paint, and a cloud atlas. Okay. okay, okay, and that's the joke that is the prank that is made to, to these young scouts, no? And, and when we looked at the, uh, at the watch after it had been done, and we have to describe the watch, it's a beautiful Perle Mother of Pearl, so that's uh, the most precious type of Mother of Pearl. There is one, only one per shell, uh, Perle. It's okay. where the animal is. And, uh, and uh, the other uh, area are for white Mother of Pearl. So you cannot do guillotage no. normally because it's too fragile. Mm -hmm. You can do guillotage on white mother of pearl, which is a little bit uh, stronger. 
But then here, what we did was still to the guillotage, but reducing the number of engraving to six. So three vertical, three horizontal, and that's making the grid. And so, and so we uh, have added for the hour markers the uh, some diamonds, which are princess cuts. So it's a square, because again. The idea of my wife when she started the, the briefing for the, that watch was uh, to try to play with the idea of a square in a circle. Okay. Okay, and that was the red line between everything. So you can find this square in a circle by this grid, and you can find it on the diamonds. And at the top, at 12 o'clock, uh, there are two baguette diamonds, which are not baguette diamonds. What are they? Now, look at the Antarctic indexes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then look at them. This is a new cut for diamonds. It's been registered by us, invented by us, and it's called the Antarctic cut. Wow. So we got our own diamond cut now. <laughs> and it's at the top of the watch at 12 o'clock, two little uh, diamond Antarctic cuts. So it's a pair of diamonds cut in basically the same shape as the normal double claw index that you see at the top of the Antarctic. Xavier, thank you for your time and I hope that you have a wonderful Watches and Wonders and we'll see you around soon. Yes, thank you guys. It's always a pleasure.